0: Once upon a time, in a cosy little village, surrounded by golden fields and whispering woods, there lived a rooster named Roscoe. Roscoe had the most beautiful feathers that shimmered in the sunlight like a rainbow. His crow was loud and clear, and it was his job to wake up the village every morning. Roscoe had a little problem. Unlike the other roosters, who went to bed with the setting sun, Roscoe loved to stay up late. He would watch the stars twinkle and the moon glow, listening to the night's lullaby. This made him very tired in the morning, and oh dear, he began to oversleep. Every morning the sun would rise, the flowers would open their petals and the village would remain silent, waiting for Roscoe's crow. But Roscoe would be nestled in his cosy straw bed, snoring away without a care. The cows wouldn't know when to start mooing. The bakers wouldn't know when to start baking. And the little children wouldn't know when to wake up for their adventures. One bright morning, after Roscoe had overslept again, Miss Penny, the kind old lady who often fed him grains, came to talk to him. She said gently. The morning is full of wonders, but you'll miss it all if you keep sleeping in. Go to bed early, and you'll see how much more of the day you can enjoy. Roscoe thought about this. He loved his late night stargazing, but he didn't like missing the morning and not doing his job. So that night, Roscoe decided to try something new. He went to bed just as the sun kissed the horizon goodbye. And something wonderful happened. He woke up early. He fluffed his feathers, took a deep breath and let out the most beautiful crow the village had ever heard. The cows started mooing, the bakers began baking, and the children jumped out of bed, ready to play and learn. (laughs) And so, dear listener, Roscoe learned that by going to bed early, he didn't miss out on the beautiful morning. He became best rooster he could be always greeting the dawn with his cheerful crow the moral of our story is that a good night's sleep can help you to not miss out on the beauty and opportunities each new day brings good night little dreamer may your dreams be peaceful and sweet. When the morning comes, may you wake up refreshed and ready for the joys of a new day, just like Roscoe. May you find your mornings full of wonders and delights. So close your eyes, snuggle in, and let the stars watch over you until the morning light. Once upon a time, in a lush green corner of the world, there was a lively pond that sparkled under the warm sun. This pond was home to a frog named Freddy. Freddy had the most joyous spirit and a love for making the biggest splashes with his incredible cannonballs. Every day, Freddy would climb to the highest rock and leap off with a bellowing and he tucked his legs in and made the grandest splash. The water would shoot up like fireworks and Freddy would emerge with a triumphant grin. However, not everyone at the pond was happy with Freddy splashing. The ducks, who liked to bob for apples peacefully, were often drenched by Freddy's waves. The fish, who enjoyed gliding calmly, were tossed around like ships in a storm. And the tiny pond insects had to cling to lily pads for dear life every time Freddy decided to jump. The pond folk grew grumpy, and would often scold Freddy. Your splashes are too much, Freddy. Please stop. This made Freddy very upset. He didn't understand why they couldn't see the fun in his splashes. One quiet evening, as Freddy was sat alone on his rock, he had an idea. If his splashing was too much for the pond folk, maybe he needed a place where he could splash all he wanted without upsetting anyone. So with a determined heart and strong legs, Freddy dug a little pond right next to the big one, just for himself and any other frog who wanted to learn how to make the biggest splashiest cannonballs. It didn't take long for the other, younger frogs to hop over to Freddy's pond. They watched in awe as Freddy taught them how to leap high and splash great. Their laughter and cheers filled the air. The pond folk, now in their calm a serene pond, noticed the joy from Freddy's pond. Curiosity got the better of them, and one by one, they went to see what all of this was about. To their surprise, they saw Freddy and the young frogs having the time of their lives, and the splashing didn't bother them at all now that it wasn't disrupting their peace. The ducks, fish, and insects were delighted. They cheered on Freddy and his cannonball class, happy to have their tranquil pond, and still enjoy the splashy fun from a happy distance. So, dear listener, Freddy learned that sometimes, if people are grumpy with you, it might just be worth thinking about how you can make things better for everyone. By creating his own pond, Freddy found a way to keep doing what he loved without upsetting his friends. Good night, little dreamer. May you find gentle ways to turn frowns into smiles, just like Freddie did. Remember, sometimes a little change can make a big difference for you and those around you. As you drift off to sleep, imagine the soft ripples of a calm pond and know that even the biggest splashes. Start with a single drop. Sleep well until the sun beckons you to wake for a new day of fun and friendship. Once upon a time, in a sunny little valley nestled between soft rolling hills, there was a boy named Toby. Toby was a cheerful chap with a mop of unruly hair and a giggle that could make even the sternest of owls chuckle. Now, Toby had a very special friend, but it wasn't a puppy. Or a kitten, nor a chirpy bird or a fuzzy hamster. Toby's best friend was his pet rock, Rocky. Rocky was the roundest, smoothest, most handsome rock you could imagine, with a splash of moss like a tiny green cap. Toby found Rocky one sunny afternoon, in his backyard and knew instantly that they were meant to be the best of pals. Every day, Toby would take Rocky on grand adventures. They explored the depths of the mysterious garden, climbed the towering peaks of the sofa mountains, and sailed the perilous seas of the bathtub. To Toby, Rocky wasn't just a rock, he was the bravest companion a boy could have. But when Toby would tell his friends about Rocky's grand exploits, they would just laugh. How can you have fun with a rock? They'd ask, with puzzled looks. Toby felt a bit disheartened, but as he looked at Rocky's serene, mossy cap, he realised something. Rocky was more than just a rock, he was a canvas for Toby's imagination, a steadfast audience for his wildest stories, and a reminder that happiness could be found. In the simplest of things so Toby decided to share his magic with his friends he invited them over and handed each one a plain rock let's see who can be the most creative with their pet rock he challenged at first The friends were hesitant, but soon they were drawing faces on their rocks, naming them and making tiny homes for them out of shoeboxes. Laughter and excitement filled the air as each child's rock became a unique pet with its own story. And so, dear listener, Toby and his friends learnt that with a bit of creativity and imagination, even a simple rock could bring immense joy and spark the most entertaining adventures. Good night, little dreamer. As you snuggle into bed, think of Toby and Rocky and all the adventures that await you in your dreams. Remember, it's not what you have, but how you see it that makes life wonderful. Once upon a time, in a world not so different from ours, there was a magical train known as the Train to Anywhere. This wasn't an ordinary train, for it appeared only once in a blue moon, and it was said that it could take you to any place you could dream of. In a small cosy town, at the edge of this world, lived a curious little girl, named Jade. Jade had bright eyes, filled with wonder, and a heart full of dreams. She loved to imagine all the places she could go, from the depths of the ocean, to the farthest stars in the sky. One clear night, when the moon glowed with a rare blue hue, Jade heard a distant whistle. It was a sound both new and familiar, and it seemed to beckon her. She followed the enchanting sound until she found herself at the tracks of the mysterious train to Anywhere. The conductor tipped his hat and welcomed her aboard with a warm smile. Where would you like to go, young miss? He asked. Jade's eyes sparkled with excitement. Everywhere! She exclaimed. I want to see everything! With a nod, the conductor handed her a golden ticket. Then everywhere shall be our route, he declared. The train whistled once more, a sound that seemed to chime like laughter, and they were off. The train chugged along, faster and faster, until the world outside the windows blurred into a kaleidoscope of colours. Jade saw the pyramids of Egypt the vast savannah of Africa and the grandeur of the Himalayas all in the blink of an eye. She dove under the sea exploring coral kingdoms and then soared to the stars dancing on the rings of Saturn. As the night waned The train's magic didn't falter, but Jade began to feel a tug at her heart. She realised that of all the places she could go, the one she loved the most was home. Understanding her silent wish, the conductor guided the train back through the marvellous tapestry of scenes. And soon, Jade was standing on the familiar platform, the early morning sun kissing the horizon. And so, dear listener, Jade would later tell her own children, remember that the world is full of wonders, but the warmth of home carries its own special magic Good night little dreamer As you lie in bed cosy and safe think of the train to anywhere and all the fantastic places you could explore in your dreams but also remember that the sweetest destination is the comfort of your own room Where love and warmth wait to welcome you after every adventure. Once upon a time, in a bustling burrow, beneath roots of an old willow tree, there lived a bunny named Bella. Bella was known throughout the meadows and the woodlands for her soft fur, her bright eyes and, unfortunately, her rather bossy ways. Bella loved organising games, arranging picnics, and leading the young bunnies on explorations. But she always wanted things her way. Hop this way. Don't nibble that leaf. Line up for the race now, Bella would command. And at first, her friends did their best to oblige. However, as days turned into weeks, her friends grew tired of being told what to do all the time. They started making excuses not to play, and often hopped away when they saw Bella coming. Poor Bella couldn't understand why. Everyone was avoiding her. One evening, feeling very lonely, she hopped to her mummy with a sniffle and a frown. Mummy, Bella said, her voice quivering. Why doesn't anyone want to play with me anymore? Her mummy gave her a gentle smile and a warm hug. Bella, my dear, she said softly. Being the leader is not just about being in charge. It's about listening and asking nicely. Friends respond better to kind requests than to bossy demands. Bella thought long and hard about this, The next morning, she decided to try a different approach. She found her friends in the meadow, and instead of telling them what to do, she asked, Would you like to play a game with me? And what would you all like to do today? To her delight, Her friends smiled and gathered around her, eager to play once more. They played the most wonderful games that everyone chose together, and Bella realised that it was so much more fun this way. From that day on, Bella was no longer bossy, but a kind and considerate friend. So, dear listener, Bella learned that asking nicely and listening to others is much better than being demanding. She found that friends are treasures to be cherished, not commanded. Good night, little dreamer. As you nestle under your covers, think of Bella and her lesson. Know that kindness and gentle words can build the bridge to friendship and fun. Once upon a time, in a forest where the leaves whispered secrets and the streams sang lullabies, there lived a very hairy thing named Otis. Otis was so covered in hair that no creature in the forest could tell what he was. His hair was long and shaggy, a tangle of brown and grey that danced in the wind and got caught in the branches as he passed. The other animals in the forest often peered at Otis from behind trees and bushes, whispering their wonderings to each other. What could he be? They'd murmur. Perhaps a bear cub that's grown too much hair, someone guessed. Or maybe a woolly caterpillar that ate too many leaves, others suggested. But no one ever dared to ask Otis, partially because they were a bit afraid, and partially because they didn't want to seem rude. Otis noticed the stairs, and heard the whispers, and he felt a pang of sadness in his heart. He longed to play with the rabbits, to swim with the ducks, and to rest in the sun with the lazy lizards. But every time he tried to approach, the other animals would scurry away. One day, as Otis, sat by the river, feeling particularly lonely, a curious thing happened. A little bird, braver than the rest, landed nearby and peered at him with a head cocked to one side. Excuse me, the bird chirped. May I ask? What kind of creature are you? Otis looked up, surprised and a little bit nervous. I'm an otter, he said with a small voice. But I'm a lot hairier than most and I guess that makes me look strange. The bird flew back to the forest and spread the news. He's an otter named Otis, the bird sang. He's friendly and wants to play. One by one the animals came to see Otis and as they got closer they realized he was indeed an otter, just a very hairy one. They began to talk with him and found out that he had the funniest stories and the warmest smile. Soon enough, Otis was surrounded by friends, playing tag with the rabbits, splashing in the river with the ducks, and lounging in the sun with the lizards. His hair making him the softest and coziest companion they could have wished for. And so, dear listener, the animals learned that what someone looks like on the outside isn't nearly as important as who they are on the inside. Good night, little dreamer. As you close your eyes, let the story of Otis, the otter, remind you that everyone has a place in this world. Even if someone looks different, they have a heart full of love and stories to share, just like you. Once upon a time, in a bustling town, painted with every shade of happiness, there was a boy named Alistair, who had a most unusual talent. He could play the trumpet. Well, when we say play, it was more of an enthusiastic blare than a beautiful melody. Alistair loved his trumpet deeply and he blew into it with all his might dreaming of dazzling crowds and grand concert halls however Alice's trumpet playing had a rather startling effect whenever he took a deep breath and played his tunes cats would scurry under the porch Dogs would howl in confusion, and neighbours would jump, bumping their heads, or spilling their afternoon tea. (gasps) Alistair didn't mean to cause such a ruckus. He simply wanted to share the joy the music brought him. One day, after a particularly loud practice that sent a flock of pigeons Flapping wildly into the sky, Alistair's dad had an idea. Alistair, my boy, he said, his hand gently ruffling his son's hair. Why don't you join a band? That way you can play with others and learn to make music together. Alistair's eyes sparkled at the thought He loved his solo trumpet blasts, but he had never considered joining with others. So the very next day, Alistair signed up for the town's junior band. It was a bumpy start. Alistair had to learn to play in time with the others, to tune his trumpet blasts into harmonious notes, and to turn his enthusiasm into beautiful music. But as days turned into weeks, something wonderful happened. Alistair started to improve. His notes complemented the drums, the piano and the flutes, and he became an essential part of the band. At their big concert, Under the glow of stage lights, Alistair played his heart out. His trumpet sang bright and clear. And this time, when people jumped, it was to their feet in applause. And when they spilt their tea, it was because they were clapping too vigorously. And so, dear listener, Alistair learned that with a bit of guidance and teamwork, his passion could bring joy not just to himself, but to everyone around him. Good night, little dreamer. As you cuddle up in your cosy bed, imagine the music of the world joining together in perfect harmony, just like Alistair and his band. upon a time, in a cosy little town, with streets lined with candy-coloured houses, there was a puppy known to all as the Cupcake Monster. His real name was Bert, and Bert was no ordinary pup. He had a nose that could sniff out cupcakes from a mile away, and a belly that never seemed to get full, no matter how many he ate. Bert's love for cupcakes was legendary. Every time the town's bakery put out a fresh batch of sugary, frosted delights, Bert was there, his tail wagging like a metronome gone wild. He would do anything for a cupcake. Sit, roll over, even attempt to sing, which sounded more like a jolly howl. But Bird's cupcake craze started causing a frosted frenzy. He would sneak into birthday parties, leap into bake sales, and once, He even tumbled into a wedding cake while chasing a particularly enticing cupcake. The townsfolk loved Bert, but were growing weary of his sugary shenanigans. One day, after Bert accidentally turned a tea party into a cupcake crumb carnival, his owner had an idea but she said with a chuckle you love cupcakes too much let's channel that passion into something we can all enjoy with a sprinkle of patience and a dot for training Bert's owner taught him how to help in the kitchen instead of gobbling up the cupcakes, Bert learned to mix batter, albeit with a bit of a mess, and to be the chief taste tester. One tiny lick at a time. Before long, Bert became the town's most beloved helper, delivering cupcakes instead of devouring them. He was still the Cupcake Monster, but now he was also the Cupcake Messenger, sharing joy one cupcake at a time. And so, dear listener, Bert learnt that while cupcakes are delightful, Sharing happiness is even sweeter. Good night, little dreamer. As you drift off into dreamland, think of Bert and his cupcakes. And remember that sharing brings more joy than keeping all the goodies for ourselves. upon a time, in a lush forest, where the trees hummed with the sound of rustling leaves, and the brooks whispered soothing tales, there lived a bear, so round and so fluffy, he was known to all as Snugglebum. Snugglebum was no ordinary bear. His fur was like the softest blanket. His arms were always open wide and his hugs had the magical power to make any bad day better. The animals of the forest knew that if the clouds gathered in their hearts or the shadows of worry crept in, all they needed to do was fine, Snuggle-Bum. With just one hug from this gentle bear, the birds would sing a little sweeter, the sun would shine a little brighter, and the flowers would bloom a little fuller. One gloomy day, when a storm had left the forest, Feeling a bit dreary, the creatures lined up for their turn to embrace the legendary Snugglebum. One by one, the squirrel with the droopy tail, the rabbit with the muddied foot, and even the owl with the ruffled feathers found solace in the bear's cosy embrace. But as the line dwindled, Snugglebum felt a droop in his own heart. Who would hug him when he felt a little low? Sensing their friend's need, the animals gathered around Snugglebum. They couldn't match his magnificent hugs but they could give their love all the same. They piled on, one atop another, wrapping their arms, paws and wings around the bear. Snugglebum felt the warmth of friendship seep through his fluffy fur, filling his big bear heart with joy. On that day, Snugglebum realised that sometimes the one who gives the comfort also needs to be comforted. And so, dear listener, the forest creatures learned that the magic of a hug works both ways, and everyone, no matter how strong, needs a hug sometimes. Good night, little dreamer. As you snuggle down into your bed, think of snuggle bum and the gentle power of a hug. May your dreams be filled with fluffy bear hugs, the kindness of friends, and the quiet joy of helping others. Once upon a time in a lively neighbourhood where every decision was celebrated with the ringing of a cheerful bell there lived a boy named Davy Davy was known by all for his indecisiveness earning him the nickname Maybe Davy Whenever friends would ask him If he wanted to play outside, he'd respond with, Maybe. When his teachers asked if he enjoyed his lunch, he'd shrug and say, Maybe. Even at home, when choosing a bedtime story, it was always, "Mm, Maybe this one, or maybe that one. The townspeople smiled at Davy's hesitation, but they often wished he'd choose a little more quickly, especially when the line for ice cream turned into an epic saga of maybe chocolate, or maybe vanilla, or maybe... One sunny Saturday, the town held it's annual fun fair, with the biggest decision of all, choosing which activities to try. There were so many options. Davy stood at the crossroads of the fair, scratching his head as a line of eager children formed behind him. He looked at the merry-go-round, the pony rides, the face painting booth and the giant slide saying baby to each one in turn seeing his struggle his friends gathered round "davy" they said with encouraging smiles "just pick one" Whatever you choose will be fun, because you'll be with friends. Davy's eyes sparkled at that thought. He took a deep breath, Mm -hmm. and for the first time, made a quick decision. Let's go to the giant slide, he exclaimed, without a hint of maybe. And so, dear listener, Davy learned that while it's okay to think about choices, sometimes you just have to trust your heart and decide. Good night, little dreamer. As you close your eyes and cuddle under your blanket, think of Davy and the joy of making a decision. May your dreams be decisive and delightful, filled with the excitement of choosing your own adventures. Sleep soundly, knowing that tomorrow is full of choices, and whatever you decide to do, it will be wonderful, because you chose it. Once upon a time, in a sun-kissed town, where fruit trees danced in the breeze, and the markets were a rainbow of fresh produce, there lived a little girl named April. April was an adventurous eater. She loved trying new dishes, except for one particular green fruit, the avocado. Whenever April saw an avocado with its bumpy skin and round, mysterious shape she would scrunch up her nose and say Avo can't though. Her friends adored avocado toast and her family savoured guacamole but April couldn't get past how different it looked. It's like a weird... Bumpy ball, she'd say And it's green, like a frog Despite everyone's assurances Of its creamy deliciousness April remained unconvinced One afternoon April's grandma decided to bake Her famous chocolate cupcakes April loved helping out "'especially with the tasting part. "'As the smell of cocoa and sugar filled the air, "'Grandma revealed a surprise ingredient. "'Today we're adding something special,' she said, "'with a twinkle in her eye. "'Avocado.' "'April gasped. "'But Grandma, Avo can't go in cupcakes!' Trust me, her grandma winked. But with a little hesitation, April added the avocado as instructed, mashing it into the batter until it was velvety smooth. When the cupcakes came out of the oven, they were the most delectable treats April had ever seen. Hesitantly, she took a bite, and her eyes lit up. With amazement the cupcake was rich moist and absolutely scrumptious grandma these are the best cupcakes ever her grandma smiled and they have avocado in them see never judge a fruit by its cover from that day on April was no longer Avo can't though, but Avo can go. She learned that trying new things could lead to wonderful surprises. And so, dear listener, April discovered that it's not how something looks that matters, but how wonderful it can be when you give it a chance. Good night little dreamer. As you nestle into your bed, remember April's avocado adventure and be open to the surprises life offers. May your dreams be as sweet and surprising as a chocolate cupcake with a secret ingredient. Rest well knowing that tomorrow is a day full of new things to try and each one could be on you, favorite. Once upon a time. In a whimsical land of endless merriment where laughter bubbled from the rivers and tickled the leaves of the trees, there roamed a peculiar monster known by all as the nincompoop. This was no ordinary monster. The nincompoop was the silliest creature you could ever imagine. With polka dotted fare, a big goofy grin, and a pair of mismatched eyes that always looked like they were in on a joke. <laughs> the nincompoop loved to do the most absurd things wearing a lampshade for a hat, dancing with a broom as if it were the finest partner at a ball and even attempting to swim in a puddle much to the amusement of the forest's inhabitants the squirrels would chuckle the birds would chirp in delight trees seemed to shake with a rustling laughter whenever the nincompoop was near one bright morning the nincompoop decided it would be a grand idea to sing a duet with the morning sun. So there he stood on a hilltop, wobbling away a tuneless melody to the golden orb rising in the sky. The other creatures couldn't help but giggle at the sight, but they also noticed something quite wonderful. No matter how silly the nincompoop's antics, they always brought joy and a reminder not to take life too seriously. As the nincompoop continued his capers, flipping pancakes onto his head instead of a plate and offering flowers a taste of his morning tea, The animals of the forest realized that his silliness was, in fact, a special kind of wisdom. And so, dear listener, the nincompoop taught everyone that sometimes the silliest things can bring the greatest joy. night, little dreamer. As you tuck in and let the blanket hug you tight, think of the nincompoop and all his delightful silliness. May your dreams be filled with joyful nonsense and giggles that warm your heart. Sleep peacefully knowing that tomorrow is a day to find happiness in life's nincompoopery. The silly moments that make life a splendid adventure.